Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment. I'm Donna. That's Steve. Hey, guys. Hey, Steve. Hey, what's up, Donna? Hey, buddy. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. Um, what is going on on your uh, end of the microphone there? Uh, there's all fun? sorts of things. Some writing. Uh, here, I have a little scratch pad. Okay. You hear that? Yep, yep, yep. Anything uh, else? Yeah. That's my coffee mug. Cool, cool, cool. That's my lamp. It's okay. pretty busy over here. How big is that closet? Um, you know, it's not huge. It's, uh, it's probably six foot by eight foot. That's big uh, for a closet. Yeah. Wow, must Wait. be nice. Okay, this from the lady who has a one of the extra guest rooms fashioned into a full walk-in closet. Which is probably about the size of what you're in. No. Oh, goodness. No, no, no. I don't think you understand. Oh, Maybe I'm a no. 10 by 10. You might not understand how uh, like measurements work. Six feet by eight feet. This would not be like a functional guest okay. room. It's okay. Okay. Right. Six feet. It's eight. like one That's of me by one of me putting right, my hands blew up. up. Hey, slinging. Got a list of weepy, heartbreaking tear jerkers that everyone should see. Hmm. I don't agree with all of these. Nice. See if you do. Let's see how many many of these these you've seen. seen. Exactly. That's the game we need to play. Um, Okay. I'm just going to start from number one. Okay. Okay. Because I don't think they're ranked. I think it's just a list. Okay. Okay. This is coming from Cosmopolitan, a.k.a. Cosmo. Oh, all the ladies are reading it. Okay. Number one on the list. I'm not even going to tell you what number. Inside Out is on the list. I did not cry at that but that is you did see it i i saw it and it is a sentimental movie it's good have you seen it i have not seen it so i'm gonna put our initials next to them you actually might like that i bet i would i like feelings and it's funny uh amy poehler is in this and uh it's yeah it goes inside of someone's head and it shows you like all of the little emotions that are working inside of your brain and it's like this big you know command center it's a it's a really cute idea. Okay, all right, that makes that does interest me. You know, will I find this? Is this a Disney movie? This is a Dis- It's a Pixar movie. Okay, yep. great. Then I'll find it on Disney and Plus. What's so. cool is, if I'm remembering this correctly, in, in Inside Out, they it's this kind of like deep dive into memories and how memories are stored. Memories and Darp. what. what <laughs> hey, let's try to do your impression. Like, uh, here's to the Adam Levine. That's dear up. 
It's D E E A A U U U U U R P. Oh, I'm so dumb. Derp. Okay. <laughs> anyway, they, it's a fun exploration of memories, Donna. Okay. All right. Brooke. It has a connection to Minnesota as well. The, oh, it does? Yep. Oh, is it about a little skater? Is oh, it a girl who plays skating hockey? Involved. Yes. Yes. Okay. The one. And they move from Minnesota over to, what is it, San Francisco? That sounds about right. Thank you for that reminder, Rob. Have Did you, you see it, Rob? I have. Oh, oh. Rob has a friggin' oh. heart, Donna. Sorry, I probably I did cry a little bit in that movie. Aww, yeah, it is Rob. sweet. It's sweet. Rob! Because I would... Rob! <laughs> it's and sweet. Then nothing you've done will ever hang it up, you say Number two on the list, again, no particular order, Brokeback Mountain. Uh, you don't need to see that. I saw it. I did cry. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, was that Heath Ledger's final movie? Or was, no, Dark Knight. No, nope, Dark Knight. Movie. Your favorite movie. Uh, Life is Beautiful. With Diabetti Bessettini. One of my favorite films of all time. So good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Name the I actor. mean, it's... Uh, Roberto. 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 Benini. Benini. Why do you not make it a spaghetti? Maybe he not leave. Maybe he not leave you make it a lasagna. <laughs> Okay, Brokeback Mountain, uh, Life is Beautiful. Steve, you would love it because it's... It, no, you wouldn't. Forget it. What you are you not. saying, Donna? Well, it's about f- being a dad, you know, and trying to shelter your child from the horrors... Horrors... Horrors of war. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, when I saw it, I wasn't a dad. And I only saw half of it because I was like, oh, yeah. Nobody. Oh, my God, the ending is the best part. I haven't seen it. Donna. Oh my gosh, the ending is when it all comes together. Oh, Steve. Okay, Marriage Story. No, that's with uh, Kylo Ren and Scarlett Johansson. We'll accept that. Thank you. Rob, did you see Marriage Story? Mm-mm. That was really good. I did cry like a baby. Loved it. My Girl, you saw that. I have seen that. Yes, back in the day, Macaulay Culkin uh, dies due to a beehive incident, I think. Yep. <laughs> uh, yes, that is uh, true. Did you cry? Uh, uh-uh. no. You I was a kid cry? when I saw it. I need to see it now. I need to see it but now. What, didn't you think of your best friend? And I am your best friend. Sorry, spoiler alert. I don't know if I saw the full thing in one sitting. Fine. Head to the world, never get there up. How about Titanic? I've only seen disc uh, two. That's right. That's so. Right. Uh, and it was actually the second VHS, so I didn't see any of the pretext. So it just struck me as like a, like a, a horror movie. I I cried. Marley and me, yes, I cried. Did you see it? I did. That is a really. I don't know if I cried. I think I got watery eyes. That's a tough one at the end. Frig. You know what Marley and me did? That movie, A Dog's Purpose, that train wreck. They should have taken a page out of Marley and Me. Just do Marley and Me again. All all these movies are like that. All these dog movies, they all kind of follow the same formula. Yeah. I love them. Up, just saw that the yeah. other day, loved it, cried. I, You know, did I cry? I don't think I did. You might not have cried. I don't think I did cry. But I think I loved the, the sentiment. I thought it was very endearing. It was. The Notebook, which is oh, yeah. oh, horrifying. <laughs> it's just so sad. It is. It's a, I love that movie. I love The Notebook. Did and you cry? I did. Yes. Legends of the Fall. 
No, I've never seen it, but their soundtrack comes up on my movie score, like Spotify playlist. Should I see it? Yes. All right. Bye. Okay. Well, not not right now. Can you maybe watch it tonight? Uh, terms of Endearment. Haven't seen that. Love. Love, love, love. The Color Purple. Love. I haven't seen that. Okay. Room. Don't see that. I haven't seen that. That's the one about the, the, the abduction or something like that? Yes. Two people are like, basically, a woman and her child are being held hostage in this guy's yard in his, like, shed. Oh, interesting. Geez. A Star is Born. Yes. Cried Like a Baby. Mm. Uh, again, we're going over a list of heartbreaking tear jerkers everyone should see. Goodwill Hunting. I don't remember. I got to be honest. I don't even know what that movie's about. Uh, I don't remember. Robin crying. Williams is the professor. Okay. I do remember that. And the kid who's like a janitor is a math genius. Matt Damon. Right. Who co-wrote the movie yes. or the screenplay. He with Ben Affleck. This was their they won the Oscar. ascent to fame. I remember their acceptance yeah. speech. That was fun. Um, yeah, but I mean, does he go on to do bigger and better things? Is it now a good time for me to say I haven't seen it beginning to end? I mean, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Anyway, that's your list. Okay. We're going to go. We're going to come back with a study though. That's always fun. We are uh, going to do a study and I think that you, you might like this. Uh, and don't worry. It's not, it's not political. There was a survey that was done. Which celebrity would you elect as president? You could argue, you know, that uh, President Donald Trump was a celebrity before he became president as a host of various apprentice sure. seasons and all that kind of stuff. So if you could elect a, uh, a celebrity president, who would you elect? And like Republicans chimed in, Democrats, independents, all together now. We'll rattle off the list and see what a presidency with this person might be like. When we return on the Don and Steve show on my talk. Hey, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, we're steady buddies. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial. Several long term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Who would you elect as president if only celebrities? Hmm. Only celebrities were available to uh, to be on the ballot. Is there... Uh, I bet a lot of people said Oprah. Oprah? Not but, on the list I see. Okay. Now, that might mean that she was not one of the 256 celebrities included in the study. Oh, okay. Uh, but still, 256. So, they uh, YouGov pulled more than 2,500 people and asked which stars they'd like to see in the White House. Would you care to guess? Now, this is interesting. We we can rattle through a bunch of the lists, but there was a highest vote-getter among Republicans. There was a highest vote-getter among Democrats. Okay. And there was a highest vote-getter among Independents. Huh. All three are males. I will tell you that. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. This might... Be surprising to you. I don't know what kind of information they gave. It's just like, hey, I'm a, I'm a Republican and I like this celebrity. He would be good. Who do you think Republicans would vote in? Shoot, I don't know. Now you're nervous, right? About any answer you give for Correct. Republicans, Democrats, you feel like you're going to isolate somebody. Let me just tell you and then we'll rattle through the rest of the list. Thank Highest you. vote getter among Republicans, Morgan Freeman. Hmm. Highest vote getter among Democrats, Samuel L. Jackson. Hmm. 
highest vote getter among independents, Denzel Washington. Hmm. I'd like to learn a Denzel impression. Gosh, I'd really like that. I've dabbled a couple times and it's terrible. I, I couldn't even tell you what he sounds like. Yeah, I know. Jay Farrow, formerly from SNL, did a great Denzel. Anyway, so those are the uh, the top vote getters there. By the way, um, coming in at number three on the general overall list, so it goes Morgan Freeman. 81% of those who were polled said they would vote for Morgan Freeman. 76% would vote for Denzel. 73 for Tom Hanks and Samuel L. Jackson. Hmm. Tommy Hanks. Matskana. Matskana. President Skana. You could kind of see that, couldn't you? I don't know. I'm not as big of a fan as you are. Wow. Sorry. Wow. Why do you uh, he's, hate I like him. He's enjoyable. I just don't put him on the pedestal that some others might. He's fine. He's good. He's fine. Did George, okay. did George Clooney make the list? You know, he did. He actually came in uh, so at a tie for 16th place. Mm. 64% mm. said they would vote for these, uh, the, this group. Ben Affleck, Robert De Niro, Will Smith, Robert Redford, George Clooney. They all came in tied hmm. at 16. So it went one, two, three, Morgan Freeman, Denzel, then Tom Hanks and Samuel L. Jackson are technically tied at three. So number five on the list with 72% of the vote, The Rock. <sighs> Donna. Mm. Now listen, mm. imagine something happens and we need a sign of force. And we need to let people know, I'm serious about my job. I'm serious about this country. Couldn't you see The Rock delivering an address? Yeah, he's a good speaker. He's motivational. Definitely. Would he do a big, you know, like at the end of an address? If you smile! I'm looking for that right now because I thought it would be fun to hear it. It would be fun if he did it. It Coming in right behind him, a three-way tie, Bruce Willis... Harrison Ford and Matt Damon. I wonder if this is based on movie characters or if it's based on what people know about their political affiliations and Fair agendas. Question. And Probably some sort of bleed over of the two, don't you think? Probably. How about this, though? How about this, though? Number nine on the list. Our first female on the list. All right, now I want you to think, don't think movies. Okay. Think the world, the world of television. Okay, somebody who probably played the president. Who is the most straight-talking lady out there? She happens to be loaded as well. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Straight talking lady. Straight talking? She's made a career on just straight talk, no nonsense. Roseanne. No. Judge Judy? Yes! Yeah! Oh, good, Rob. Judge Judy Scheindlin coming in at number nine on the list oh, of uh, celebrity presidents. Wow. 69%. She came in above Leonardo DiCaprio, Kurt Russell, Dolly Parton, and Betty White. Okay. Well, okay. I, come on, Judge Judy. Judge Judy at the I helm? love her. I think she's great. What does she make? Like It's like $60 million a year. It's insane. Oh, she makes so much money. It would she's be smart. A big pay cut for her to be president. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> exactly. It really would what be. What does the president get? Like three hundo? Let's see here. Still Sorry not. for the follow-up question. No, it's 200 something now, I think. It was, is that what it is? It was 100 something for a while, and I think they bumped it up. Okay. Nice. But, like 275 is, or something. Like, 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 two that. Tw- like quarter million around there? Stand what is by. it, Steve? Yeah. Uh, yeah, come on, Steve. We ain't got all day. Okay, efforting, efforting. Uh, the oh, what an idiot I am. I said White House president make. That was my Google <laughs> search. Uh, oh wow. Me talk good. <laughs> Tell me, Google, how much fire he make. Well, I wonder if the okay, next person it. will get oh, more it's... money since they saved money since Donald Trump did not. Higher than Take I thought. Take a salary. Is it in the threes? It's, it's higher. More it's than that, yeah. Four hundo. Okay. Listen. It's, a, it's an important job. Would you take 400000 for that job? No, you were so no. grossly underpaid for that job. In terms of, if you just look at that salary, you go on, you make book deals and all that, and you yeah. never work again a day in your life. But right. uh, that is such an underpay for that job. You know what I like to be able to do? I like the kind of job where I can check in and check out. Do the job, be fully committed to what you're doing, and then check out and relax. You Sit mean, on your deck, have you a mean drink. You mean like the job you're doing right now? This is the job I like. <laughs> I don't want any other job where it's like, hey, and over the weekend, if you could just take a look again at that Excel sheet. In the case of the president, it's like, by the way, over the weekend, we're going to need you to, to, to meet with a, a, some dignitary from Berlin. And don't forget, on Monday morning, we have a, a Zoom call with President so that's why I wonder Japan. about the two candidates. I I just I wonder how they are pushing themselves at their age. No kidding. Because I mean, once you're in your late seventies, mid seventies, aren't you like I, I got to go to the office? I got to wake up early. I got to shower. I got to put on a suit. I know. I got to take care of business. I got to get up and do it all over again for the next four years. Look, Donald Trump is 74, Joe Biden is 77, 77, and if you watch them during a campaign, they any presidential candidate who makes it to the final, you know, down to the final two, they have my utmost respect for the energy that they put in to the job. Because listen, if they asked us to work this weekend, we would complain on Monday. We would complain. And imagine if for months in a row, it's just back on a bus, back on a plane, go to the next place, and you better be on your game when right? you're there. It is nonstop. I hear you. All right. Do you want to play a game? We're going to play Throwback Thursday Music Trivia. It's coming up after the break. I quiz Donna on various bits of music trivia from years gone by. 79 to 2004. Those are our years today. We play next mm. on my talk. 
I'm going to wet everybody's whistle before we play our game. At the end of this game, and I'm also saying this out loud so that we remember, Donna, we're going to give something away after the game, okay? Okay. It will be not now, no call now. It will be a caller seven situation after the game. So play, uh, stick around for the game, and then you might just win a prize at the end of this after all. Okay. And that it, sounds good. Erica. I'm ready. Let's rewind, shall we? Shall we? Donna and Steve present Throwback Thursday. We need to go back in time. We gotta go old school. Any questions about the old days? Why, yes, there are. It's time for Steve Patterson to quiz longtime radio disc jockey Donna Valentine on old school tunes. Well, this just sounds like a blast to me. Steve, watch out. Throw it back, yeah? Alrighty, boys and girls. We're going to go from the year 1979 all the way to 2004 today. Donna, have you done your mental exercises during the break? I forgot. Oh, and you didn't stretch your hammies then either. Nope. Okay, we're going to tear something here. She's been undefeated all year long. Hasn't gotten a single question wrong. Not yet, not once. Let's see if this continues. Dateline 1979. This singer released Slow Train Coming, an album of religious songs, including the Grammy Award-winning single, Gotta Serve Somebody! Mm. The album alienated many of his longtime fans. Mm. Name the singer. Slow Train Coming. Slow Train. Train coming. Is this the hot tub guy? I, ma'am, do not know what you're referencing. So <laughs> it's not James Brown. Okay, it is not James Brown. All right, all right. That's, that's good. Okay, okay. all right, all right, all right. Um, I think "Serve Somebody" was a great clue. Yeah, there's a Grammy Award-winning single. Gotta serve somebody by this singer from the album of religious songs that alienated some of his. Fans. Serve, serve. It might be the devil. Bob might... Dylan, final. <gasps> oh, wow. That's actually what I wrote down really? on my paper right here. Yep. There you go. That was a really yeah, good you are, you're gonna have to serve some. That's Rob singing right I... now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he hasn't even played the song yet. It's a great song. Well, it may be the devil, it may be the Charlie Daniels does a great version of this, too. No. Yeah. Oh, I might have to check that out. R.I.P. Chuck. Don't call him Chuck. Sorry, I blew up. Dateline 1988. I was five. This singer went to number one on the U.S. album chart with his fifth solo album, Roll With It. The title cut also topped the U.S. singles Charts. Excuse me, charts. Oh, sorry. We got to do this again. Nope, not that one. I have the answer. Already? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Donna, why do you have it so quickly? Because I know it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my answer is Steve. Yes. Winwood. Donna! Yeah. Oh, such a good tune. I was working in radio in New York, and I was answering the request lines. 
so I knew all this. This is my era. And I know? was going to kindergarten orientation. PM kindergarten. Mrs. Trent. How long are we going to do this bit? It's not a bit, Don. It's my life. Mm-hmm. It's my life. Quit reverse age shaming me. Where were you working in New York? Z100. Wow. Did you work with Scott Shannon? I did. Cool. Yeah. I was, you know, I was just a, I was a gopher at the time. I was working on I was a phone phonics. operator. Just the sounds that letters make. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> a cow goes. <laughs> yeah, no, I worked there for almost five years. Cool. That's where I got my start. And you landed all the way down here. <laughs> it's good to have you. That Thank was a you. legendary radio station. It was. Oh. So I was there when it was like a year old. So when it just went on the air. I went from worst to first in That's New York right. City. You got it, buddy. Wow, I'm impressed. Thank you. Dateline, 1992. Okay. A this United. Is, okay. 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 Don't interrupt me. I'm sorry. I'm question. sorry. I forgot men are talking. Okay. Okay. <laughs> In 1992, a United States doctor filed a 35 million dollar lawsuit against the Southwest Bell Phone Company. He alleged that his wife passed away. Because he could not reach 911 due to all the lines being jammed <laughs> by demand of this singer's concert tickets. Whew, 92. He couldn't reach 911 because all the phone lines were jammed because so many people were trying to get tickets to this singer's concerts. So people are calling 911 to get No, I know it tickets? can kind of read like that. No, there he is claiming that he couldn't get through to 911 because all of the phone lines were jammed okay. at the time. So he sued Southwest Bell Phone Company in 92. I'm going to need a hint, Bob. Bob. <laughs> Bob. Just admit all of your stuff is trash. Bob. This singer is still around today still touring today okay so is it a singer who was very 90s kind of is it a singer or a group it's a singer singer okay finger singer why don't we say singer that's a good hmm. sidebar um i think we do no we say singer singer my bad finger yeah we wouldn't say finger we say finger, but we don't say singer. All right, I need a hint. He is someone that you would have played a lot in your hillbilly spittoon honky-tonk days. Oh, okay. This is going to be Garth Brooks, and I'm going to make that my final answer. Donna, nice Woo! job. Wow-wee, yeah. wow-wee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not playing yeah. any music of his because it wasn't song specific, but you know. Okay. Garth. Yeah. Like I song, mean, he was huge. Those old blue jeans, dirty white shirt, pickup <laughs> fender, gonna loose again. Okay. Half a tank to full. Okay. All right. That's fine. Dateline 2000. Okay. This singer, excuse me, this singer went to number one on the singles charts with Doesn't Really Matter. Nelly started a five-week run at number one on the U.S. album chart with Country Grammar. So Nelly was on top of the uh, U.S. album chart. 
But this singer went to number one on the U.S. singles chart with Doesn't Really Matter. The year was 2000. Thank you. Um, This is going to be a problem for me. Okay. Blind spot. So, yep. So I would like to request a little help from my lifeline. I'm going to give it to you. Okay. Um, This singer with an alliterative first and last name. Okay. Okay, that's what you're giving me? That's, yeah. So, Think first name and last name start with the same letter. Yes. Is this a female? Oh, boy! Are we just putting people in boxes now, aren't we? <laughs> it is. Okay, so this is a female singer. And, uh, by the way, when I said it's an alliterative first name, alliteration is the repetition of consonant sounds. Mm. Assonance is the repetition of vowel sounds. So, we've further narrowed it to just 20 letters. Jeez. That's the math. So it's a first and last name. Mm-hmm. Um, b- b- Am I on the right track? No. Okay. J. D- no, 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 no. J. Dr- J. Okay, so I'm going to work it out. Drake. Ja. 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 Jack. Jan. Janice. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that was so close. It hurts my legs. Jan. Janice was so close. Janet. Mm. Jack. Son. No! Oh, you were like, yeah! How'd she do it? I don't know. How'd she do it? Um, I don't. I actually don't remember the song. That's okay. That's okay. That's good. Thank you. I have one more. Okay. Bonus one since we have time. Bonus ham. (laughs) Dateline 2004. How could you? (laughs) Okay, wait. Hold on. Say it again. Dateline 2004. A man from Stroke-on-Trent, England, named this singer as the quote-unquote other man in his divorce papers after years spent trying to cope with his wife's obsession with the singer. Rob Tinsley said he had to live with a six-foot cutout of the (laughs) singer, which stood at the foot of the bed and posters on the bedroom walls. <laughs> Name the singer cited as the other man Is in divorce papers. Is it Tom Jones? No. Okay. Sort of unusual. That's good. <laughs> Thanks, Donna. Uh, okay. Um, this story does not ring a bell. So I might ask for help. The singer had his heyday in the 80s and I think early 90s. Is his first name Rick? It is not. Okay. Is it Robbie? It is not. Does it start with an R? It does not. Alrighty. <laughs> it uh, okay. Um, if if someone's a real tough guy, you might call them like a BA. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are your initials. Initials. Okay. Oh, really? Is it a Canadian singer? I don't see country of origin here, but I believe so. Does his first name have a Y in it? Well, aren't we asking questions now? Yes. The answer is 
Without any hints, she gets two. Brian Adams. Un- Final. Believable. Yeah. Dingity ding 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 dingity dingity ding. Here it comes a triple clap. Okay, in celebration of my wow. victory. Undefeated streak continues. It's amazing. Should we give something away? Are you serious? Let's just do it. Caller 7 to 651-641-1071. You will win a ticket for a carload up to seven people. It'll get you into Seavers, the stories, riddles, and rhymes. You can pack up your car. It's a curious adventure on a magical trail winding through tree farms, cornfields, and rural prairie. Enjoy humorous rhymes, riddles, and large-scale illustrations that give readers a whole new take. On story time, caller seven to six five one six four one one zero seven one. You win. We return with answers to your Facebook question. What was your favorite vacation memory from your childhood? Hmm. We dig into that when we return on Donna and Steve. All right, final stretch, you guys. Donna and Steve on my talk one zero seven one. Everything entertainment. <sighs> we have a Facebook question today, and it has to do with childhood, and that's always fun to revisit. It is. The question is, what's your favorite vacation memory from your childhood? Hmm. I have one that sticks out to me, and it was this, when I took a picture of my son last night, it was very reminiscent. I went to Disney World when I was five. Went with all, we went with the fam, so I was five. That means we were like five, seven, nine, eleven. So sort of in a similar-ish time frame with our kids. Okay. You just went bye-bye. We're talking about your favorite vacation memory from childhood. Um, we didn't do a whole lot of, you know, hopping on a plane and going somewhere. We did a lot of yeah. day trips and that type of thing. But getting back to your okay. uh, Disney thing. Can you hear me now? Can hear ya. It's exciting to it's be back. It's very exciting. Good to have you. So when I so we went to Disney. I was five. Uh, older siblings were seven, nine, and 11. It was such, a, such an awesome trip. But I remember, and I think I remember because my mom took a picture of it. She took a picture of me. Um, asleep on the bed in the hotel with my arm wrapped around a little goofy stuffed animal. And of course I had just been like beat down from a day filled with fun from beginning to end and just running around that, that awesome vacation exhaustion that you talked about earlier, Donna. Yeah. And then last night, um, so I remember that so much of just like that time at Disney just felt so magical. It was just amazing that you saw these things in Disney. If you've never been, I know most have, well, I shouldn't say most have, I bet a bunch of people haven't. It's just so magical from the time you step foot in there. It's like, whoa, this is just, oh, God, I I could not agree more. It's even as an adult, it's one of my favorite places on the planet. It really has this whimsy to it, doesn't it? That just like, yeah, they know how to do it. They, they do. They They know how to do it. it They don't break the fourth wall that you are, you, you're welcomed in. So anyway, last night I see my kids, they're all just asleep, two on a couch, one up in her bunk bed that they had in this hotel room. And uh, my son, in particular, had his arm wrapped around this little um, stuffed animal, and it just really reminded me. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is me! This Aww. is me!" When I was a kid, I'll have to have my mom see if she can send me that picture. It was just uh, such a sweet little moment. What do you remember from childhood oh, uh, gosh. vacation? Well, you know, we didn't take vacations. I'll be honest with you, we did road trips, sure, you know, to yeah. the lake and things like that, down the shore. So there were a lot of shore trips that were super fun, and just even in the car ride. You know, with your siblings, my sisters, you know, just kind of singing along to songs on the radio. It just, mm. it was fun. It was, it was good. Rob, do you have any uh, childhood vacation memories that stand out to you? Well, camping was always fun. We, we grew up in Maine and Vermont, 
But my parents did take me to, uh, and my sisters, to Disney World the year mm. that it opened. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. That's awesome. awesome. What do you remember from that? Well, one of the things I remember most was the monorail. I thought it was the coolest oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. And we stayed in that hotel. That the, the monorail contemporary goes hotel through? That the mo- no monorail way. monorail goes through. Yeah. Oh. That, that is kind of a cool feature. For sure. If you know the monorail is coming to my lobby and then boom, the next place I get off is the park. I'm at Disney World. Yes. That's, oh, that's so pretty fun. powerful. Fun, you fun. Know, um, let's see here. We have a bunch of good ones here. Ann said, uh, my dad would pile us in the Chevy panel wagon. Lunch is packed. <laughs> and we would drive just 10 blocks to the Greenbelt Brewery so he could tour it and we could feed the deer <laughs> We loved it. Nice angle, Dad. <laughs> yeah, you guys, it's a deer thing. We're going to the whiskey uh, plant. How many times do you have to tour <laughs> the brewery, by the way? You know? Right. Uh, Julia says, sitting around a campfire with all my loved ones till the wee hour. Some have passed, so memories like that are extra precious. That's adorable. Um, Pamela says, road trip to Montana with mom, dad, cousin, Glacier National Park, and a ghost town. Mm. Fun. That's fun. Apple River, somebody else said. Uh, I, and it's funny, as you read through these responses, it's it's never that the event is so over the top or the destination is so unheard of. It's always just yep. that that time spent. So last night we're in the gift shop. And we're like, all right, you guys can get a stuffed animal or a sweatshirt. However you want to remember it, we try to narrow down the gift shop that has gazillion things to just a couple of things. And you're trying to keep them from getting tchotchkes that they're not going to care about. Anyway. Right. So um, first of all, I love that all of my kids went to stuffed animals. And I thought, thank that's great. I was like, look, these are, these are great sweatshirts, whatever. But they're not always going to like stuffed animals. And I, I think as parents, sometimes we try to rush them through childhood and like, oh, well, you're this age now and you got to do this. As long as they want to hug a stuffed animal, I am happy Aww. about it. But I look at my daughter that's at one so point, sweet. my oldest daughter, and uh, she's Butterfly nine. <laughs> and I said to her, uh, she just looked like a little upset. And I was thinking, is she not like seeing something that she likes? I said, honey, what's wrong? And then she just started to get upset. And she said... I'm just sad that this is going to be over and then you're going to go back to work and then um, we're going to lose out on just this family time. And it's what was interesting to me, what struck me in that moment, and it was just, you know, sweet and I hugged her and it was just a sweet little moment. But you realize kids, especially young kids and our kids during this elongated COVID summer, which Mm -hmm. has lasted six months, yeah, they have been able to enjoy like just americana sort of summer right you're just playing with your friends you're out on your bikes you're out at the park just like uh, that kind of summer which is so lovely and so many days can be filled with them just hanging out with their friends but you sometimes don't realize until you just get off of your street and whether you go 20 miles or 2,000 miles when you get away and spend time with just your family unit it's almost like it reawakens everyone to realizing all of that other time is great with friends and extended family and all that. It's fun and it's great, but there's nothing that is a substitute for just your family yep. unit time Aww. of you guys being together. And when you experience it, I think that's what makes it melancholy and bittersweet at the end is you realize this is a special special kind of a thing. But then I reminded our crew last night, what does Dr. Seuss say, Donna? Um, Don't cry because it's over. Hmm. Smile because it happened. Aw. Well, and there's still plenty more to be experienced. Yeah. You know, but I think it's, you can tell that she's getting to an age where she's dink, uh, thinking deep thoughts. Yes. You know, she's doing like, she's got perspective. 
Yes, even having the understanding of like there's something special about just when it's just our family and we're all hanging out and when we're out of the house where so many typical daily tasks have to be taken care of and accounted for. And when you're just on a water slide and in the lazy river and playing a game and, you know, it's just it's a different way of experiencing each other. Mm. A lot of really great responses. Um, I know there was some um, uh, boundary waters. I saw some camping. (laughs) Really Callie, Callie said, we're talking about your best childhood uh, vacation memory. Callie says, my mom shouting at us kids, it's my vacation too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little yin to my yang, I think. That's fun. That's funny. Oh my gosh. Well, so what are you going to do with the rest of your day, Steve? Uh, I'm going to do Twin Cities Live. Oh, yeah, you still yep, do that. I'm going to huh? appear on the news, the new news, 45 TV at 1245. And then oh, I have a conference call with my... Uh, uh, boss at one o'clock. And I really I'll, didn't want to know. Oh. I was just trying to fill time. Uh, one forty, I'll drive all in. Right, great, uh, Rob. Are we going to see you tomorrow? Yes, and uh, Grant will be here too. And great, Grant. We'll double it's team, Grunt. you guys. It'll it'll be, it'll be fun to get to know Grant a little bit. Sorry, get ready to be abused, brother Rob. Thank you again for all the hard work that you've been putting in, keeping us afloat these last few weeks. My pleasure. Thank you. All right, Colleen and Bradley are coming in next, so the fun will continue. You guys have a great rest of your day. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Bye. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.